Welcome back to the Millennial Podcast. I just got done watching the craziest HBO doc series. And you know me, I don't do doc series. No, you don't. <clears throat> what was it on? Oh, HBO. Yeah. Have you heard of QAnon? Mm-hmm. What do you uh-huh. know about it? Um, that they have, like, their own online community. Like, they have their own, like, forums and, um, like, someone just... I think there's people that upload like false information on the internet right like there's is that what it is like they just upload conspiracies uh they've been around for a while so to be honest i'm not even sure for the most part because i don't know they say some of the shit that they predicted has come true but some of it hasn't and i don't even but yeah the documentary Mm -hmm. really shows none of it because and the guy takes a very like i appreciate his approach it's called q into the storm he Mm -hmm. takes a pretty like nice journalistic standard where he's just kind of listening to everybody's side he's not being mean to anyone in particular he's just kind of just talking to these people they believe, I don't understand why, but they think like Donald Trump is a savior. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. second coming Jesus Christ. Where I understand why people like the idea of Trump. I don't understand people who actually believe Trump is this freedom fighting <clears throat> warrior. He definitely cashed in on the movement because yeah. they were giving him so much support. It's crazy to see how big of a organization this is. Yeah. And how many people really like look into it. And it all started, well, it didn't start, but how it ended was on the website 8chan. Oh, yes, yes. I know 8chan. Yeah. Which I never go to like 4chan or 8chan or any Reddit <clears throat> stuff. Like, well, I'll go on, I'll fuck with Reddit. That's about it. Because yeah. I know how uncensored that shit is. I've never looked on those forms, but I also know mm-hmm. that you can accidentally be fucking looking at one thing and all of a sudden you're watching murder videos. Right. And they talk a lot about the hate Let's- speech. <clears throat> a lot mm-hmm. of shooter manifestos were put up on the site. And while some of them were taken down, quite a few of them remained up. I thought they, um, I thought 4chan wasn't a thing anymore. They renamed it. Okay, I was going to say. To eight coon, which sounds racist. That sounds worse. (laughs) But I don't know. I think that means eight in some language. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't think so. But the real fascinating part, there's six parts of it. So yeah, Mm -hmm. the QAnon stuff is pretty whatever. They don't really focus a lot on it. This guy was filming it for like three to four years. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So this shit is even before the election in the real, like, war, the media war between Biden and Trump. This was all, Mm -hmm. like, when Trump was in his prime of his election. Because that's when he really started endorsing the Q stuff. And then people would be like, is this real? And he would just be like, I don't know. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are some funny parts because there's this part where the reporters argue with him. And she's like, but you're like the president of the United States. You can't just say... You can't just put a conspiracy theory out and be like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. He's like, well, why not? <laughs> just like, he's just such a troll in it. I was going to say, like, he's already a big troll, so. But that's so much of an online anonymous posting is. And they even go into right. anonymous because they kind of started the QAnon stuff, too. Like, they kind of planted the seeds, but. So 8chan was created because 4chan got censored. I don't know how to describe him. It was made by this guy who is disabled. Mm -hmm. Like he's very disabled in a wheelchair. Well, he sold it to this father and son. I think they're out in the Philippines, but they're they're Americans. Okay. How they make money or how the dad makes money was skirting around other countries and their embargoes, basically. I don't know. I know I'm not saying that right, but I don't really know how what the fuck I'm talking about because I don't really understand digital software. A lot of this is programming talk. 
right online stuff like how to post anonymously like the dad made a lot of money bringing uncensored internet to japan in the 90s okay makes sense so this filmmaker meets these guys and they're talking he's like who's q none mm-hmm. of them can ever who, I, we just run the board we, we don't know who we're talking about like we don't we, we don't know anything about politics. We don't know who this Q is. We don't know anything. But mm-hmm. as he's filming with these guys, they keep contradicting themselves. Mm-hmm. And when Q, like, they eventually got kicked off of everything. YouTube, Reddit, 4chan. The only thing left for Q was to post on 8chan. Now, when that started... There was talk about how Q's language changed. And there's speculation that his account was taken over. And they point it to the people who run the website and that they're actually the minds behind Q. But they're two weirdos. Like an American guy who he made money porn, uncensored Asian porn. Oof. He made money from Nintendo because he ran a gay website called Pokemon. <laughs> and Nintendo was uncomfortable with the licensing, so they just paid him to buy the domain. Really? hmm I and know that. Weird. You know what? I, I've never heard this with girls, but it's just so bizarre because there's, like, certain points in this documentary. Because, you know, it's six episodes they filmed for four years where they take this guy, the guy who's making the documentary around town, and they, like, bring him to, like, whorehouses. Why? Because they're like, you need to experience this. They're like, let's go to Soapland. And they're in Japan. And he's like, what's Soapland? And the guy's like, well, when you get back to the um, hotel, just Google it. Just Google <laughs> it and let me know if you want to go. And he's like, okay. He's like, it's like Disneyland. So do you want to guess what soap lamp is? No. <laughs> I don't want to guess. <laughs> uh, basically, you go in there and a girl massages you with her whole body. Ew. <laughs> that sounds and, unhygienic. Yeah, and it's basically <laughs> escorts or whatnot. But it's like, like the son is like this weird dude. He's like, yeah, I don't talk to people. I talk to my dogs. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> yeah, he's, like, we know. <laughs> super smart. He's like, I'm not really good at like reading or writing, but I can just solve complex math problems in my head. <laughs> it's just people you would never want to fucking deal with. Like scary, like real scary internet people. Like these are the people who would just dox you. And they did dox. And that was a lot of problem with Achan because they would post a lot of while it wasn't Q related. It was mm-hmm. on the same site. You would get a lot of just straight up hate speech. Shooters, it happened like three or four times where shooters would upload their manifestos and then like the shooting videos of them actually killing mm-hmm. people to the website. Oh God. And people in the comments would, re- would reply back and encourage them. So it's like really fucked up. There's, okay, so, like, the guy who sold him, like, the handicapped dude, he went over to the Philippines to work for these guys for many years. They have a huge falling out, right? Mm-hmm. He walks away from the company. He's still living in the Philippines with, all, with them. Yeah. Okay. So he just starts going at them on Twitter, just being like, these motherfuckers, they need to close down 8chan. This place ain't good. But this was, like, their top site. Like, the son talked about how 8chan was in the top thousand website searches in the entire world. So oh, it was wow. a very popular site. And QAnon would bring millions upon millions upon millions of, not subscribers, I guess they would make an account, so maybe you can call them subscribers. But they would post on these sites. Mm-hmm. Along with all these fucking alt-right, just scum-of-the-earth people. So they didn't want to get rid of the site, even though they claim the father and son, they make no money from it. But they don't make it, any money off they this? They make no money from it, they said. Oh, that's hard to believe. But, but it's so important 
that it's their jobs as Americans to keep the site going. Because, you know, the internet needs a place for free speech. That's, and the dad is so crazy. The dad is, he seems normal, but throughout the years, he just gets more and more on, like, on friend. I don't even fucking know. He's just crazy. Super racist. Super, super racist. Like, he may not say very much throughout the documentary, but he makes comments, especially because the guy makes it a point to be like, well, why do you let people post these types of stuff? Like, I understand free speech, but this is just really vulgar. He's like, well, it's their right. And he just makes snide comments. Like, he, he, there's a point where 8chan's getting kicked off their servers and they have to go to Congress and plead this all out. He's talking to his lawyer and he's talking about Jews and the lawyer's like, yeah, I'm 25% Jewish. And the guy just looks <laughs> at him and he's like, yeah, I knew that by looking at you. And the lawyer's like, well, what do you mean? Like, are you referring to my nose? And he's like, I just knew by looking at you that you were a Jew. Oh, my and God. Who says that? Nor people don't just talk <laughs> about race. I'm sorry. No, not at all. I mean, <clears throat> I just find it hard to believe that they're not getting some sort of financial compensation from this. Like... Because what does he do for a living? You talk about like what he does to make money. Um, I'm assuming in porn. <laughs> they used to call him the king of porn. Oh, He's like, that's that an Ron- old title of mine. I thought that was Ron Jeremy. <laughs> well, I guess because he had so many porn domains. he d- Dude, you just watch the documentary. Illegal things are happening. And I would be afraid. Like There are certain times where I'm like t- looking at the camera guy. And I'm like, you got balls of steel, dude. Because I would assume. Because there's like a part where he has to go to this guy. He has a pig farm. He's like, come up to my pig farm. It's just like, no, I, I don't. And then it's a joke on 8chan that the pig farm is where they go to kill people. Oh, that's a joke. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> Well, but, people kill people on pig farms because pigs will eat dead bodies. Exactly. So we're not stupid. <laughs> in, in, in places where if people go missing, it's not like they do much. Like, let's be honest. Right. Like, they don't have the resources to. Yeah. So the father and son get into, the, like, this fight with the handicapped guy. They run him out of the Philippines. They start pressing all these charges against him, and he has to go because he he was going to get six years at mm-hmm. like a work camp for slandering on the internet because they don't have free speech laws in the Philippines. They don't? No. Well, I guess I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. So I'm have to watch this. Oh yeah, like there's a part where like the filmmaker has to fly back to the Philippines to get this guy out of the country, and they're like running against the wire because his indictment paperwork is coming through on the same day he's leaving the fucking country. Because his lawyer at this point was like, "I can't tell you to leave the country." He's like, "But you should go on vacation. Like if you have the opportunity to leave, you need to leave." documentary seems very unsettling it's crazy you need like, to watch it you'd be totally fucking the QAnon shit and the trump talk i'm not gonna lie it's it's so crazy to listen to people like that mm-hmm. especially because they're usually all super religious and they're talking i'm sorry but there's never been a case of satanic panic that turned out to be real yeah do i believe the ki- the clintons have put out a few hits on people sure i don't believe i believe I don't think we've had like a president in our lifetimes that probably doesn't mm-hmm. deserve to be brought up on some sort of charges. Yeah. If I'm being honest, but do I really think Hillary Clinton is like eating babies? No. <laughs> do I think that there's like, there's some basement of a pizza shop that, that like they're talking about how this guy, he's just some random dude. And he's just like talking to the, some guy at some pizza restaurant. He's like, yeah. I heard that they have a basement here where Saudi princes just can order children. And it's just like, where the fuck is you? Like, why are you, like, the fact you're saying this out loud, like, you must be fun at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like my uncle on Easter when he was like, For real. I, I read about the microchips and the vaccines. This and I'm like, oh my God. a lot of that shit comes from, though. Yeah, because he goes on those websites. Mm-hmm. 
People and really so, believe in these. And so many people like have dedicated careers to us. Like before they got banned off of YouTube, it was a pretty heavy duty community. <laughs> and it's so funny, like this father and son pretend they don't know Q throughout the entire thing, but then they're going to the Q rallies. Well, not the son. Oh my God. Most interesting is the last episode because the last episode they were at the Capitol during the riots. They were, oh, well, yeah. <clears throat> I think I saw like a the news article. Sun? About that. You know how like all that shit with like Mike Pence in the treason? It yeah. was the son who caused all that. He's the one who released all that stuff onto Twitter about Mike Pence trying to impeach the president and take over. And then that's the reason why. Though that guillotine was there, they were leading the mob in sort of speak. What? Yeah. Is this all in this documentary? That's all in this documentary. Oh my God. It's wild. (laughs) And then they talk about free speech, which it was a lot in the documentary, obviously. But that's the most, it's this father and son are, the, are fucking the reason to watch because it's just so wacky. Well, I mean, I'm more so interested in them too as people in general. Oh, yeah. Because like, you know. Because the son's like, yeah, I don't, I don't talk to people a lot as he's surrounded by nothing but anime statues. It just sounds crazy. Yeah, and you can tell like, anytime they interview the employees, they're very afraid about what they're going to say. And then they're just talking, and they just casually give out mo- like information about how you can smuggle money. So, like, if you ever wanted to. <laughs> to- <laughs> it's a wild box. I don't want to know. <laughs> well, you know, I thought it was fascinating. They were like, you know, a good way to hide money is just to buy really expensive watches. Because you can just put a watch on and walk to the airport and they're never going to question you about your watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, these are unsafe people. I feel paranoid watching the documentary. Like, someone oh, yeah. knows I'm watching. <laughs> it's just insane. It's worth the watch, though. It sucked me in. Oh, my God. It's just one thing we were just like, oh, God, what is this next one going to be? Like, the Trump people, I will say, are a bit much. Because, you know, it's like people well, yeah. in the Pledge of Allegiance, but it's not even the Pledge of Allegiance. It's the prayer to Q. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my fucking the last yeah, thing I, I watched. That's our podcast, everyone. I can't top that. <laughs> I'm just I also read a really s- fucked up book. This is the goriest book I've ever read in my life. It can- what is it called? The Troop. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it fits into military. Simple. And this is why I haven't been sleeping properly. Okay. Well- so this one, it's, it's called The Troop. It's by Nick Cutter. I saw it on some TikTok where it was like the most disturbing books to read. I had someone recommend it to me before, but after seeing it again, I'm like, let me give it a fucking check out. The, <laughs> the only thing I can compare it to, there's a lot of animal abuse in it. it when I met, read American Psycho, that was mm-hmm. really, like that's a very gory book like that is really it makes the movie look like tra- child's play to be honest like i after reading it i got why it got banned for a few years honestly if american psycho was made today though i feel like it would be they wouldn't make it today they would not make it today well they wouldn't but if it was made in a different era i feel like it would be a little bit more you know with oh, like it was cinema definitely, it was definitely like 90s 90s fied it was very 90s yeah Mm. Yeah, 100%. So the troops about these Boy Scouts, they go away to this island for the weekend. They're doing their annual, like, survival yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Boy Scouts. It's whatever. Well, can I, wait, I have a question. How did you okay. find out about this book? Um, I had a friend recommend it to me because she was reading it. Okay. And then... I was like, just stumble upon it. (laughs) And then I saw a TikTok thing where this guy was like, these are the five most disturbing books I've ever read. And I'm currently going through and I'm going to read all five of them. 
I started with the truth. Uh, oh, okay. Well, it was meant to be. Right. Okay. So they're chilling on the island. They're all alone. Everything's going fine. The troop leader is a doctor. Mm-hmm. Some stranger comes up in a boat and he notices the dude's unwell. So I don't, he was like, okay, I have to help this guy. Even right. though I'm alone here or with these boys. The dude turns out to be a runaway escape patient or trial person, test subject, really, where he volunteered for research at this science center where this doctor was trying to perfect tapeworms for the purpose of dieting. So people could just take these worms. Oh, God. And People it would do just that eat too. all the fat out of you, and then Ew. you would just take a pill, and then the, the worm would be killed. Well, he modified these tapeworms so much that it would just consume the host and move on. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So okay. this guy gets there. He infects the, the troop leader. So the troop leader, the, st- the stuff that these, like, tapeworms do, they mm-hmm. plant thoughts into your mind, and it's like, hey – perform surgery on him to keep him alive so like the guy does it and he releases all these fucking worms from these guys stomachs and the kids have to basically it's basically like lord of the flies it sounds like it mm -hmm. so it's these kids trying to survive the island as this infection's going on where some of them are getting it and some of them aren't there's also like a side plot where of course one of the kids is a little psychopath Mm mm-hmm it is so gory. Like, there's a lot of animal abuse. Uh, the one kid can, who has mental problems is convinced by the psycho kid to that he has worms. So he just starts taking a pocket knife and just filleting himself, trying to get the worms out. That's concerning. He takes like a cork screw and starts digging out his ears with it. He eventually is convinced to set himself on fire. Oh my god! Uh, like, I'm it is it the such a, yeah, they say they're gonna make <laughs> it into a movie. I don't understand how they're gonna make it into a movie. To be honest, that's insane. Mm-hmm. The, well, look, in, look at the Amazon reviews; they're so funny because it has nearly almost five stars. But if you look at the most recent, it's all one stars, and they're like, "How the hell does this have such high ratings? I can't even get through the first page." <laughs> I mean, people, people like that kind of shit, man. People it's like those kind of well books. It's very well written. It's a scary story. It's just very yeah. graphic. And well, it seems like most people have a problem with the animal abuse. That's the most like negative comment that I'll see the most of. Which I think is hysterical since the main focus is about little boys getting brutally murdered by fucking worms. It just sounds like the adult version of... Like, whatever that, that Lord of the Flies or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That's what it really reminded me of. Because that movie, that, or not that movie, that book really messed me up in school when I was in high school. It was creepy to me. It was like, I just kept thinking, like, what if this happened to me? They always, it's fucked up, the books we'd have to read. They're always messed up. It's just like, mm-hmm. I remember in, like, fourth grade or whatnot having to read, like, Where the Red Fern Grows or whatnot. And it's just about, like, the two dogs that oh. end up dying. You're just like, why do I have to always fucking read about fucking The Outsiders? Oh, fucking yeah. Johnny getting burned and dying at the end at the hospital. And then fucking, was it, Dallas dying? You're like, can we just have one good ending? And we can't read Harry Potter. Harry Potter no. isn't allowed, but I have to read this. Yeah, I know. And honestly... Harry Potter is another one that you realize older is kind of fucked up too. Well, yeah. The truth. I I had to look it up and save it in my thing so I could. Oh yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely worth the look up. Cause you know, Lord, I'm down for a good, weird, gory book. Oh, that'll definitely give you whatever you fucking need. (laughs) The reviews are hysterical for it. Did you look up Jamie Lynn Spears? Yeah. So actually what's funny is like, after we talked about like what we're, what, you know, what we're going to discuss, um, someone on TikTok posted this like 
really amazing video of just all the scandals that she has been in. And, um, well, and then it came out that she, that Brittany bought her a, um, condo in Florida. I don't know if you saw that. Okay. So, excuse me. So basically like the whole part of the conservatorship is like, everyone's trying to claim that they didn't gain financial or they didn't have financial gain from Britney Spears's net worth basically. And that's like the big part of it for them. And especially if they, if she eventually sues them for stuff, like, you know, everyone's trying to cover their ass is what's going to happen. So, um, and now this whole thing of like all these stuff about Britney Spears coming out with how she didn't like that her sister sung her songs. Like ever, did you, have you seen the video of her sister performing at this award show? It's like, kind of embarrassing and she gives me like Aaron Carter vibes is like really the oh, best way without I can a fucking it. doubt but she has less of a career than fucking Aaron Carter ever had yeah I, I only remember her from <clears throat> Zoe 101 and I don't ever remember her singing does she sing in well, that show yeah she's a singer so when she was a little girl she talked about how she you know like it, it's just the way that I feel like it was for her growing up in the entertainment industry is she like always said she never wanted to embody her sister, but like, it's clear that in a way she does. And she's very jealous of her because like, you know, Britney Spears is just always going to be, it's like Mariah Carey. It's like you, mm-hmm. they're always going to be one of the biggest pop stars in, she in history. An yeah. And same thing with Whitney Houston, even though Whitney Houston passed away very tragically and had a very crazy career. She's still going to be well-known to be a great singer. You know what I mean? So these people live on forever. And so I feel like Jamie Lynn, I can, you know, it's the same situation in a different way where like, you know, I don't really think that Nick Carter is as big as Britney Spears. I think he's was big at one point and stuff. So I, I do think that he, you know, Backstreet Boys is still a band after they've been together for 28 years. You know the name Backstreet Boys. You don't necessarily know the name Nick Carter anymore. Exactly. So that's really what his career is. But Britney Spears made, made a name for herself. Like it's her name, you know, that's her brand, her legacy. She'll always make money off of being Britney Spears. So, you know, there's like a lot of older interviews they did when she was younger where they asked about her sister and she's always like, oh, I don't want to be like my sister. I want her to have her own legacy, but I want to have my own legacy. Mm -hmm. But it's like, but I'm sorry, but it's the same situation as like an Aaron Carter thing where like, you're just not going to compare to your brother or you're not going to compare to your sister. Like, there's just no way that you'll ever be able to get the same type of fame that they've gotten. You know what I mean? Because in the, like, it's sad to say, and this is why I'm sure they both have their challenges in life, but like, you're just going to be looked at as their sibling. Right. And I feel like that's still the issue with Aaron Carter to this day is like, you know, he wants to be his own person so bad, like separated from his brother. And that's really where that, a lot of that like negative push and pull effect came in in their relationship was the fact that like, you know, he know he, you know, whether he believes or not, like, you know, it talks about in that documentary, like he was a pawn, like he was used as a pawn to get back at. And that was really what it was. And I know that Jamie Lynn had tried to do her own thing, doing Nickelodeon shows, which I feel like would have been more successful for her than being a singer and doing all that stuff. You know what I mean? But it just was, it didn't work out. Like she's not going to have the same type of fan base. It's, it's just, it's different. So a lot of the stuff that I was seeing is how she would copy Britney's songs. So she would perform on tours and she would use Britney's songs on tours without her permission. Really? Yes. So like, it's like a would... Gallagher thing. Like, do you know who Gallagher yes. is? Um, vaguely, not He's really. He's like but... basically the comedian. He, he got really famous for smashing watermelons. On oh, yes, yes, yes. He sued his brother. Because his brother went and stole his act and would be like, mm-hmm. I'm Gallagher. And would yeah. book shows as Gallagher. Her sister literally um, would go on tour. Like, she would perform at smaller venues, like dive bars or, like, different venues. And honestly, it's so funny because these clips, like, were never... Like, people are now uploading clips of her singing. Like, she literally plagiarized her songs like she would like use the same there's there's some videos where she uses like the same music but different lyrics like it's not her sister's song 
Wow. Like she's just copying and pasting it. And she'll say like, oh, this is for my sister, Brittany. But she's like using her songs as like a reason why people should go see her in tour. So she's making money off of her sister is the point yeah. of it. Like very interesting. Yes. So like there's this whole thing about how like, you know, like you, you're lying because you are actually making money off of her because you performed songs that were her songs on like, again, it wasn't like a big concert venue, but you're still making money going there to perform at the end of the day. And then, um, it was the condo that she visits in Florida. It's like a million dollar condo. It was purchased by Britney Spears. There's like documentation saying that she's the sole owner of that condo. She bought it for her sister. And Jamie Lynn is trying to say that it's not, um, that wasn't the case that she bought the condo for her, but there's like proof now that that's not it at all. Britney released a bunch of stuff about how she was really upset that her sister lied about that. And also how she lied about like, or how mad she was that she performed her songs on stage too like she came out and said i didn't like that she did that right so there's a lot of stuff like going on right now with her and her sister obviously yeah i saw Um, how she was talking about how unfair it was that her sister and then now it makes sense when she was talking about her sister remixing Mm -hmm. songs and her not being allowed to do that like i couldn't even perform my own music and my sister was doing it that was a hundred percent. The issue was like, so the problem was, is that Brittany wasn't allowed to, but her sister was doing it basically. And it's like, at the end of the day, like how, like how shitty, how shitty is that? That like, you know, you're just like, you are gaining whether you want to believe it or not from your sister's fame, you know? So it's like they say that you're not gaining at least some sort of compensation from it, whether it's financial or personal or whatever the case is, like you still are. And then there was this whole thing that came out too about how her dad, Jamie, doesn't believe that Jamie Lynn is his daughter. I saw that. I saw that. And how she was only named after him because they, her mom didn't want any confusion as to who her dad was. Like, so they only named her Jamie because of the fact that her dad didn't think that that was her daughter. I saw she also had to take a DNA test to prove yes. that it was her. So that means, so tell me your spouse, you're accusing each other of cheating without telling me you're accusing each other of cheating. Yeah, so her mom purposely named her after her dad. Like, it was not because she wanted to name her Jamie. She named her Jamie because of that reason, because her dad didn't think that it was it was his kid from the beginning of That's her being so born. But that whole family seems really weird. They are weird. Well, they, they are because they're, it's, you know, I don't know how, her, her, how Brittany's mom is, but, like, you know, I'm sure things were done in a way that they probably didn't, want things done and it was handled a certain way and you know there's greediness in it because they grew up poor and she financially helped her family it's like once money gets involved dude it all goes fucking downhill from there really is what it is like Mm -hmm. especially when it's already a family who came from nothing and you're and you really don't and you know at the end of the day you're you're lazy like you just want to benefit from your children is what it is that's why I think I find it gross when people post like their children on TikTok or when they like it's like yes it's cute i think your kid's funny but like really at the end of the day like you're you know that you as a person could never get the followers you have unless you you used your child as bait to do that you know oh, it's yeah. like you're so it's like you know people just are lazy and i feel like just want to like gain whatever they can and they'll do it how they will do it so that's why i don't like family channels it's the same no. thing Exactly. It's all the they same. They just found how to work out like outside the entertainment industry and still make money in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Working their kids like horses. Exactly. Like, yeah, like I want to have cute kids with personalities one day too. I'm not going to fucking stick on my iPhone in their face like this all day. And it's just like, I don't understand. I don't, it's like no one can just live in the moment anymore no. is really the issue. But like, yeah, so I guess that was like the new thing that happened. And then, like, but, and then also her fucking grabbing a knife at the fucking, like, whatever place that was. A PETA, I think like a PETA place or some shit. And she like, like a PETA Express. I looked at place. I watched the TMZ clip because they have, I guess, TMZ covered it. The story is weird. So she's at a PETA pit at 2 a.m. A fight <laughs> yeah. breaks out. Her friend gets hit in the head. 
So mm-hmm. her reaction is to go behind the counter, take a knife, go up to the people fighting and threatening them with a knife. And she apparently was able to break up the fight that way. Yeah. What yep. the fuck is that story? Yeah. I know. And she like, and it's crazy when you watch, you ever watched the video of it where she like yeah. went in the back, like she went in the kitchen and grabbed it and she's waving it like back and forth at the people who are working and they're just like, what the fuck? Like trying to get away from her. And it's like, and you know, someone made a really good point the other day I was watching where they were like, you know, the headlines of her doing that compared to if her sister were to do that would be two different things. Oh yeah. They praised her for doing that. They're like, she saved those people's lives. Yeah, it wouldn't be a mental breakdown. It would be that she's a hero where if Britney fucking did that shit, it would be like, Britney Spears has mental breakdown in PETA place, you know? Yeah, so they're she like, grabs a knife. It would not even be she broke up a fight. It would just be yeah. she got crazy. Yeah, exactly. So it's insane. You that whole situation. Up such a funny point without knowing that you brought it up earlier when you were talking hmm. about Aaron Carter real slightly. Oh, yeah. So... I looked up that clip because him and his mom must have re- reconciled. He looks so fucked up on his Instagram right now. <laughs> every video he posts, every picture, go look at him on Instagram right now and see if he looks healthy. Okay. He's been posting pictures, dancing with his mom on live and just saying how much he loves her. He can't wait for his son to be here. Da 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 da. So I was watching a clip. Where him and his mom were talking shit about Nick Carter. Someone in the comments brings up Lou Pearlman. And his mom makes a comment about Lou Pearlman raping Nick and Nick liking it. Oh. That's her fucking son, right? And then Aaron Carter's all on there being like, oh, probably, probably. And someone in the comments is like, well, Lou Pearlman probably raped you. I've never met Lou Pearlman. It's like, excuse me, is there not a documentary about Lou Pearlman that you cry your ass off during the entire time about what a great person he is? I thought he, I thought he was in that documentary series where he cried. He like, did. you just said that, right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't he cry about that? His mom looks crazy anyway, so. Oh, yeah. They're probably sharing each other's pills. He looks like he's on some fucking hardcore shit. He like looks his, fucked up. His eyes are so baggy. That's insane. Yeah, he doesn't look. And what the fuck is Iron? What's Iron Man juice? Like, what is that? I don't know. I don't want to know. The fact that he has to put a filter on in his face because he's that fucked up. Like that picture of him. Sitting there with his shirt off. Why do you let that be posted? Because you just look like you're on drugs. You are on drugs. No allegedly about it. That's Of course his fiance is friends with this girl named Jen Hartley. Who has a baby with the guy from Jersey Shore. The Ronnie guy. Oh, well, she's an um, escort. That's how they met. Yeah, um, they have a baby, and they have had, like, a crazy relationship, like her and um, Ron from Jersey Shore, like, domestic. Like, you yeah. know, it's all, all crazy shit. But I'm like, I just saw that she commented on a bunch of her photos. I'm like, of course, them two are friends. Of course. They're probably like, you could get a reality show, honey. Not with him. I don't know what bag she thought she was getting with Aaron Carter, but I it's not... I, don't I would know. be surprised if the baby gets taken at the hospital room. To be honest, they seem both <laughs> bad shit. And I don't trust people who give away their pets to get into relationships, by the way, which she did. She gave away her dogs to be with him. Fuck that. Why? Because He has a dog. He has like five dogs. So why did she have to go with hers? Because he didn't, probably he didn't like them. He, they seem like the type. He definitely seems like the type where you probably can't talk to your family, your friends, or have any type of love outside of his love. Oh my God. His people are all fucking, I would never give up Phantom for anyone. The <laughs> way he has spoken about her publicly 
is so fucking disgusting. That's like my biggest problem with Aaron Carter was just how nasty he speaks to people. That's why I feel no sympathy and you can never not make fun of him. Because of just how mm-hmm. nasty of a person he is. Yes, he he's gross. Well, you see, it talks about his brother. Like, it's not surprised. Yeah. And his family. All because he, his brother won't speak to them. I don't think Nick has spoken to his mother because he's been pretty public about it. He talked about it when they had that TV show, House of Carters. He mm-hmm. quit talking to her when he turned 18. He moved Good. out of the house and has not spoken to her. You know, I, I don't really agree when people are just like, oh, you shouldn't like not talk to your family. Like family is everything. It's like, you know what? No, I don't agree with that. If my family is toxic and they're doing like, this is an unpopular opinion and I'm going to fucking say it. But like, you know what? At the end of the day, I was born to live my own life. Like I was brought on this earth to be my own person, to live my own life and to do my own thing. And I love my family. I love my mom. I love my dad. But at the end of the day, they're going to die one day. You know what I mean? And I have to live my own life after they die is really what's going to happen. So if I'm living my whole life trying to make my parents proud all the time, then what life am I living? I'm not living a life. You know what I mean? Like, I care about what my parents think. I value what they think in a way. But like when people are like, well, family's over everything. Like you need to worry about what your parents think of you. It's like, I don't really like, is it, is it so bad for me to say, you know what? Like, no, because I, I'm my own person. I'm my own life. You know what I mean? Right. If like my, if your family is causing harm to you, I think you should not talk to them if you don't want to talk to them. Oh yeah. You know I what don't I mean? think you owe anybody anything to be honest. No. I'm not, I'm never for just cutting people off just because, but if people aren't good for you, they're not good for you. I really, and I know I've said this a lot. I've known I've said this to you. I've said it to multiple people. Some people you can only love from far away. This mm-hmm. is how it is. Yeah, and if it's your mom or your dad, then so be it. So for him to cut off his mom, I don't blame him because it's not healthy. It's not going ever. The thing is, like, he knows. He knows it's never going to be healthy. He knows it's never going to change, and it's never going to be fixed. So why would he want to do it? I don't blame him. I feel like that's a healthy decision that you make for yourself because at the end of the day, he has his own family. You know what I mean? Like, he has his own life. He's doing fine. So why would he want to be bothered? Mm-hmm. he knows how crazy they are yeah he spoke about his brother's mental illness his sisters have spoken about the Aaron's mental illness they've talked about how his behavior is nothing different than how it's always been it is just so far gone now people mm-hmm. aren't dealing with him yeah and the only reason his mom she's just as bad as he is she's looking she stole off his money to begin with the first time and she financially raped that boy. Yeah. Made him everything he is now. He's still toxic. I, and it just shows how cycles just repeat. Yep. Exactly. Apparently, Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner thousand, filed thousands of dollars of unemployment benefits in Michigan. What? Is it like people that are using their names? Someone filed a couple of unemployment claims back in May 2020, but that probably it's without a doubt a scam because I was gonna I work, say it sounds like I work it. with someone who like her kid's father is in prison mm-hmm. and because of that unemployment ring being so big with the fraud shit. She kept having to turn paperwork into the unemployment office about him being in prison because they kept sending her stuff saying, hey, we're going to send you money because he filed unemployment benefits. Like, it happened twice. So that's probably what this is. But, of course, it made TMZ just like the fact that Dr. Dre has to pay three hundred grand a month in spousal support to his Oof. ex-wife. Good thing he can afford it. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you're worth a billion dollars. That's crazy. What I mean, what is she needing? Like, what's her... I would love to know her, like, what she thinks she needs every month for that. I mean, you know what? You know what? You know, no, no, no. I'm not even going to... I'm going to not hate because guess what? I wish it was me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish it was me. So, never mind. <laughs> so, how do you feel about all these billionaires going into space? It's fucking like, what is that noise? Sorry. I hear it. Anyway, it's like, um, 
fucking like Austin Powers shit, like Dr. Evil. Like, didn't he fucking go into space in Austin Powers? <laughs> I think a few times. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, you know, I, I, I want to care about it. I just feel like there's other fucking issues in the world going Well, on. now they're talking about people going to space as a vacation option, which I will say right now, I don't want to ever go to space. No, 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 no. I think one of those billionaires are going to blow up. There's going to be some, like, statistically, it's probably going to happen. It's how I feel about fucking the ocean. It's like, there's things in the ocean I don't know about, I don't want to know about. That's why I don't want to fucking go on a fucking boat. I'm sorry, I can't do it. No no cruise ships for me. Don't ask me. The answer is always going to be fucking no. It's the same way I feel about fucking space. It's like, I don't know the fuck's out there. And I don't want to fucking know what's out there. And if I get stuck up there, I am fucked. Like, I am 100% fucked. There is no coming back from space. Maybe they'll give I you can't a cyanide just get... pill. Ugh. Like, <laughs> honestly, I would... I hate to say this, but I would, fight. I would kill myself. Like, if I was stuck in space, like, I would have no choice but to, like, fucking kill myself. <laughs> I would. Like, I can't deal with this. I couldn't. Like, what a that's not a life to live. Just fucking and yeah, no, I'm killing myself. Like, I'm opening the door and I'm jumping out, and like that's just what it is. I'll disintegrate on the way down. It'll be a really great death. <laughs> you'd run out of oxygen immediately. <laughs> yeah. You'd be dead within seconds. You'd freeze and float away. I watched enough space movies to tell I, I know what would happen to me if I if that, if that were the you case. You don't want to live gravity. No. <laughs> like, I just want to peacefully float in a space if I was stuck in space. <laughs> like, there's that fucking A24 film with Robert Pattinson where they lived in space and, like, all this crazy shit. That was fucked up. You know, it's like people talk about how you can survive up there and, like, build a colony. I don't want to uh, no. know. <laughs> no, I don't, don't want to fucking know. do that. It doesn't sound fun. No, it sounds fucking god awful. <gasps> like they're glorifying. No. Like they're basically being settlers. This is the Oregon Trail, and they're trying to convince people that it's fun. Oh, the Brad Pitt movie that came out a few years ago, where his fucking dad was in space, and he was like, "I'm gonna go find my dad. I'm on a journey to go find." It. Fuck that! I'm not fight. If my dad's in space, then he's in space. <laughs> like he made his he peace went- before he left. Yeah, he literally was like, I got to go find my dad. His dad was, like, living in space for 40 years because he was convinced of this, like, whole conspiracy theory about something. It was, like, it's just stuff like that. I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't know why fucking Jeffrey Bezos wants to go to fucking space. I don't understand. I feel like he's that person that just wants to say he does. He did he it. floated up to the fucking core of the, like, the center, like, almost to the edge of the fucking earth in a tent. That's what it looked like. But he actually went to space? (laughs) I don't think he actually went to space, but he just... No, 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 no. He went all the way up to, like, the outer rim of the Earth and then came back down. That guy from Virgin Mobile, he went into space. What? So, yeah, they've gone into space. Like, they're getting there. Tom Cruise has a contract to film the first action movie in space. (sighs) (laughs) I'm just like really upset <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why I'm upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Jeffrey Bezos is evil. Like no one can well, convince yeah. me otherwise. This man is so evil. Is like fucking Elon Musk. They're all fucking evil, dude. And then, you know salesman. I found out the other day that fucking Jeffrey Bezos fuck. And I, you know, I can't even say his. I have to say his full name. I'm sorry. Like I can't say anything else. Like Jeffrey, it's Jeff. It's Jeff Bezos. He, I found out that his fucking dad gave him like a quarter of a million dollar loan yeah. to start Am- Amazon. And I'm like, you know like what? Trump. Trump's dad paid for his fucking start. He's not self-made. I'm just not impressed by any of these people. And he had like, and there's like an interview with him where people were like, why does he look like he's CGI'd when he was talking about like going to space and stuff? He's probably like, in space and it's a hologram. <laughs> And then now there's like conspiracy theories about how it's not him. Like, oh, let's not all go there. <laughs> let's not go fucking go there. Like, let's he's not. Q. 
Yeah, literally. Now there's like a whole bunch of people that are like, was it really him that went or was it a body double? I'm like, oh my God. It's like this, the, um, you know, like the Avril Lavigne replacement. Oh Gosh. yeah. With that conspiracy theory. It is kind of crazy though. Sometimes when you look into the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory, I mean, I'm just going to call it now. It's just plastic surgery. Yeah. Who cares about Avril Lavigne? I know. Now she's dating the guy from Nickelback, I think. I, I think she married. I think they're already divorced, but. Oh. I will she say. <coughs> well, I guess that's not true. I was about to say she does know how to pick rich guys, but then I remember she first married, like, the lead singer of Sum 41. Oh, so yeah. So I can't give her all the respect. But. Well, they were popular when they got married. Like, they were popular back in the day. Yeah, but I don't think these not are really crazy popular. They were the the Canadian version of fucking Blink One Eight Two. I can't even I say Blink One Eight Two. It's probably like Simple Plan. My come. Oh, on. she's dating that guy named Mod's son. I don't know. He's who like that is. he's like a um up and coming like singer. He's like yeah. I'm like I knew they have a song together, which. I don't know why I care. <laughs> it's gonna there was the Backstreet Boys <laughs> with Avril Lavigne opening, and I thought that was the weirdest concert mashup I had ever seen in my life. The Avril Lavigne opening? Yeah. And it was like the Backstreet Boys. I was like, these are two that. different generations, really. Damn. But yeah, yeah, they toured together. I think she also toured with Nicki Minaj. She did? She's been thrown on some weird fucking tours. Yeah. I will say she's like that person that I feel like could kind of like mold and blend herself. She into... does have a lot of radio hits. Yeah. She kind of, I feel like, I feel like no one doesn't dislike her in the industry. So, you know, I guess I'm not surprised. No, I remember wanting a tie after seeing Skater Boy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I wear a tie. I'm gonna Glad keep it my real. mother never let me, but yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's just what my chubby, my my fat ass needed. Fucking me dressing around in a white beater with fucking <laughs> cargo pants and a tie around my fucking neck. My god. Oh, I remember when like I would go to Torrid, and Torrid has some. You know, Torrid does have ugly clothes. I want to keep it real with you. Like they really fucking do. They I have, can't. I have noticed they are getting. Like I saw their Betsy Johnson collection. I did think it was cute. They're so expensive. They're outrageously expensive, and I'm not even talking just because they're plus size clothes. It just they've always been fucking expensive. I remember one Basic time I bought shit. this like black vest. It was like fifty five, sixty dollars. <laughs> I bought it. Like <laughs> you're in the, the black parade. It was my favorite. Yeah. And my mom's like, how much was that? And I was like, 60. I wore it once. <laughs> so, like, I just look back and I'm like, and then I think to myself, like, I don't know. It was like 10 sizes too big. I bought it in like a 2X thinking I was so cute. I don't know. Or I look back. You used at- to spend like $100 on DVDs. And, I'm, or, and it wasn't even like we got deals back then. It was just, we, no. we just go to FBIE and buy whatever. You know, what I can lie to you, now I really understand the value of a good band t-shirt, though. Like, I really don't think that $20 is that expensive for a band t-shirt anymore. No, that's my, but that's my limit. And sometimes I'll see shirts that go for, like, $36. No way. No. Unless it's, like, a limited time concert t-shirt, then maybe. Maybe. Maybe, depending on, you know, like, I'm happy I, I bought, like, my little dicky shirts when I did because you can't find them anymore. Hello. You never answer your motherfucking phone. 